If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. This is your moment, your time to shine. Your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Hello Somebody, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia, where we rage against the machine, where we raise our voices against injustice and stand up for justice, where we embrace hope and joy with an optimism for a brighter, more just future. Each week, I'll be dropping knowledge, whether it's a solo episode from me or a hearty discussion with esteemed guests doing great things in spaces and places of politics, entertainment, social justice, and beyond. We get real, baby. I mean, really real. We get honest. We get up close and personal for you. Yes, you. Because everybody is somebody. Before we begin, I want to give a special shout out to my team. Thank you, Sim. Tiffany, Sam, and the team over at Good Juju Studios, Erica England, Pepper Chambers, the hot one, and my social media team. Hello, somebody. It's yours truly yet again. I am so glad that you are here with me. It is always a pleasure to get more acquainted and catch up with some of my brothers and sisters and family and friends who come from similar and also sometimes unique paths. But we connect along the way. And today I am delighted to speak with Peter Marks. 
Can I say hello, somebody again on that? Peter and I both had the amazing opportunity to work with and for the one and only Senator Bernard Sanders during his 2020 presidential campaign. And as some of you may know, or for my new listeners, I was a national co-chair for Senator Bernie Sanders' 2020 presidential campaign. And that campaign was something else. Both 2016 and 2020 changed the entire dynamics of politics as we know it today. And we are going to keep pushing and changing for the better. That is our commitment. And it is certainly not linked to one person, not me, not Senator Sanders, not one person or one cause it is all causes it is a lot of people together pushing towards justice so peter as the head of pro is it is it head of product you you worked on the you led the product on the tech team right on the, yeah, on the campaign yeah, yeah. Yep. that's what you did and you worked with stakeholders across the campaign like organizing and fundraising etc to design and define what technology products the campaign needed to build Two of the products Peter designed were BernieSanders.com and the Burn app. Burn, baby, burn. Ooh-wee comes to mind. Y'all know when I just can't put all the words, all my thoughts together, I just say, ooh-wee. And that Burn app was a success. And I just, he was just such a part of a, such a dynamic team. So I got to give a shout out to the one and only Chris Mabry too. Chris has been on several projects with me and he is one of the toughest, when it comes to fighting for justice, conscientious people that I know. And him and Peter work quite a bit together. Peter, I, I, I brought you in here a, a little early, but I'm really bringing you in right now. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, Senator Turner. It's truly an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Good, it's so good to have you. I think the last time we were together, I was on your show. And it was so unique to be able to talk about issues through the lens of, of, of some of my favorite songs. I'm tickled. I'm smiling from ear to ear right now every time I think about that interview because it was, it was such a beautiful and a refreshing interview for me because I rarely get asked questions about the power of music and which songs I love. In my line of business, almost <laughs> never do I get asked about music. <laughs> It's an important question. It's a really personal thing. And we love the playlist you put together. Yeah, there's some, some total jams you, you've listed on that. Thank you. No, I truly enjoyed it. And you know, the other day I was on CNN and, and I know you will appreciate this. And I was asked the question, basically, you know, what do the, the Dems have to do to, to turn, turn this around? They're kind of on the wrong path in terms of approval ratings and how people are feeling in this country with inflation and all the other pressures of life, including this pandemic. And I said, you know, the song from the group in Vogue is coming to mind, one of their songs, giving them something he can feel. And I said, that's what this is about. The Democrats are gonna have to give the people something they can feel so that they will know the love is real. And how do you do that through public policy? How about that? Let's cancel a little student debt. Let's have some Medicare for, you know, and on and on and on. So just, just kind of <laughs> reflecting on that, it made me think about our interview. Like you can talk about politics through song. How about that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I remember when you, when you, you quoted, I believe, LL Cool J at that, 
rally in Queensboro Park. I did. I, I believe said knocked yeah. them out. Yes, I sure <laughs> did. Don't come in a call. Come back. I've been here for years. Because you know that was right off of Senator Sanders. It was his first appearance after his uh, heart attack, and people were counting them out. And, and what such an appropriate song, and LL Cool J being a son from uh, from Queens too. It just, it just, it just felt so right, and it just came to me that day. I didn't plan it. You know, most people know that on the campaign trail, nine times out of 10, I will be the one to intro the senator or be the person right before the person that intros the senator, depending on where we are. And that just came to me spiritually. Don't come in, a, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things that really got me started in politics was, was being a music promoter and one of the things I learned in music promotion is just how important that that opening act is to to get people fired up and in the mood and you really saw that on, on that campaign you, know, you literally had a lot of bands being the opening act to yeah. you and Senator Sanders to, to really just get people in the mood and excited about making change and I, I think that's a really underrated part of, of movement building is, is just the excitement factor and, and that, that feeling of, of being there and, and a part of something, I think is really, my experience, what, what keeps people in the movement and engaged in it. I definitely, I agree with you. And I just, I remember the Senator often talked about wanting to put party in the work that we were doing. And I think people really didn't think about it. But if you do just pause for a moment to reflect on what he's saying, that even when you're doing hard work, there should be some fun aspect to it, something that makes you smile uh, every now and then. And so, yeah, I mean, that is why, I mean, if we look at the music industry, it is why they have opening acts. That's why they have people who are professionals to warm up the show, to get the crowd in the mood, so to speak. They don't just come out there and just, they get people in the mood. Yeah. Yeah, we got to do more of that in politics. God knows. <laughs> I don't know what kind of mood we getting them in, but we got to get them in a mood. Mood to fight for justice, I guess. So, Peter, I mean, how 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 has the transition been from music promoter to tech to your fight for social issues? Or maybe I should say, let me frame that a better way. How have you been able to weave all of those aspects into the work that you do? Music. Yeah. promoter tech politics yeah absolutely it is an unusual path of sorts but yeah you know I've, I've been in the tech industry professionally my entire career and while i enjoy the work i think like there's a, there's a certain magic to technology and it does play a role in a lot of important parts of society including politics you know, I, I i was very disillusioned with a lot of the companies I was working for. I didn't think the, I viewed a lot of the stuff I was working for as being very anti-worker. It just didn't feel great inside for me for a lot of my career. And it was really kind of, I think in some ways, a part of my, my journey to, to work more in, in politics itself. And then, at, you know, at nights, my, my hobby is, is still is promoting music events, mostly dance music events in my hometown of Portland, Oregon. And to me, like the hustle of getting people excited to see an artist you believe in and making sure they feel inspired by the events and following up with them about the next one, making sure they're plugged into the community. 
you know, that that is kind of a form of community organizing. And I just didn't think of it in that way until I, I worked on the Bernie campaign, to be honest. So I, I was fortunate enough to get a job on the, the technology team with Chris Mabry and uh, worked, as you mentioned previously, on BernieSanders.com and the Burn app as both a designer and developer of those products. And you know, it was my job to understand the organizing strategy to design these, these apps and websites. And I, I you know, living, living in Washington, D.C., working out of that D.C. office with some of the most amazing or organizers anywhere, I just was like a sponge just absorbing all of their, their wisdom around you know, what it meant to, to be successful for this movement through organizing and through technology. It was really such a, a special thing. And honestly, like one of the highlights of my life, having the honor to, to do that and work with so many inspiring people who really were there for the, for the mission. And there wasn't some vibe of trying to get ahead. Like I, I felt a lot in the, the tech industry. There wasn't that, that kind of out for yourself attitude I found in the campaign. It really was a collaborative effort. Um, and yeah, and one of the one of the most significant projects I worked on as the designer and um, was the and developer was the Burn app, which I'm told was the largest relational organizing campaign in history. And that's really where I learned a lot of a lot about organizing. That's that informs a lot of my view of organizing is that relational approach of using the relationships that you have to make change and inspire the people around you. And so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and by the time I've, I moved back to my home state of Oregon after the campaign ended, I had sort of caught the organizing bug and was inspired to start doing that in my community. And that's, that's why I started this organization, Rhythm Nation, um, because like my community is a music community and uh, we're, we're specifically focused on, on building power for young people through, through music. Oh, and music is a universal language, pick, pick your, you know, pick pick the tone that we're going to take to describe what music does. Music is everything. I mean, I don't know what life would be like. It would be pretty boring and lack emotion and feeling without music. I mean, just think, perish the thought that there would ever be human existence without some kind of rhythm, some music. Everything in life is a rhythm, you know, from how the sun rises to how it sets and the moon and the stars and the ocean waves everything everything we do is a rhythm so you know when you say rhythm nation i'm thinking of the one and only janet jackson we are a part of the rhythm nation baby <laughs> yes we are yes uh, it, uh, it, uh, yeah yeah totally named after after her 1989 single and album rhythm nation which you know is a political jam it's a dance yes. music song about you know a, a multi-racial movement for for people you know, young people and people who are down to get down and that was definitely the inspiration no that it's, it, it's so fitting and i'm i'm seeing the dance moves right in my head right now that was i mean that was uh, trailblazing uh, when that that song came out and and what she was saying in that song and so the way that it pulled so many people in from different experiences and but we really are we are a part of a rhythm nation what's the rhythm is the rhythm love is the rhythm rhythm hate is it apathy is it hope you know let's i mean we can talk about the different rhythms of life but what kind of nation are we both 
in our own homes, in our communities, in our cities, in our state, this nation, and also this world? What kind of rhythm, what kind of vibe are we putting out, you know, as human beings and at this point in time? What what kind of rhythm are we right now, Peter? If you had to <laughs> if you had to give us a rhythm, what rhythm are we right now? Man, it's 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 hard to speak for, for such a you know, diverse, <laughs> diverse country, you know, but like there's a lot of different different kind of vibes out there for sure. Um, you know, I, 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 th I think right right now, uh, at least I, I feel hopeful that that we are hopefully on the cusp of, of delivering some significant change for American people um, th through the, the Democratic majority in Congress. I, I'm hopeful that you know, we're going to get past this this pandemic, um, and, and part of that hope materializes itself in a return to in-person events, which are which is now you know increasingly a possibility. It's there's still in my home state of Oregon, you know, we have we have rules around. You, know, you got to be wearing a mask unless you're you're drinking a beverage, and most of the events around us are, you know, vaccine required or proof of of uh, a negative test. But you know, I, I think at least in my community, that's brought out a lot of optimism. You know, being able to to be together again, um, I think is is a is a really powerful thing. I just I just quoted Janet again, being together again. I didn't even didn't even realize, but but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I like to think there's there's an upbeat rhythm right now. Yeah, no, we're in the in the Miss Jackson's uh, rhythm right now. You know, I mean, that is a hard question to answer. What rhythm are we in now? Maybe it's not just one rhythm; it's multiple rhythm streams going on at one time. I think at some point, a hopeful rhythm, but also a rhythm of people feeling down and out, overwhelmed, not being able to see past the pandemic. You know or not being able to see past the immediate traumas that are going on. I mean, gas prices are up, food is up, people are working harder, longer. And also in the same rhythm, you have workers saying, hell no, we won't continue to take uh, wages that don't give us dignity of life. We won't sign on a dotted line for a contract that does not make us better than we were the last time we signed the contract and whether that is salaries or health benefits or work conditions, there is that rhythm playing too, that people are awakening to their, to their value and saying, hell no, we won't go. You know, John Deere to nurses, I mean, workers all over this country and even all over the world, uh, workers are rising up. So that, that's a rhythm in and of itself. Absolutely. We, we've seen a lot of strikes here in the Portland area, most notably from the, the Nabisco factory right. here, and just a, a national effort. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that is inspiring to see. Absolutely. It is. And workers are unifying, whether they know it or not, but they are. And they are forcing the people who have the power to decide what type of salary one has, what their health care benefits to really take another look at it, make it, it's making it very hard for them to deny workers anything less. And I'm really happy to see it. I hope we continue to see more workers rise up and demand more because it's good for them. And it's also good for uh, the workers to come next to them and, and after them as well. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. 
Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let's talk about some of your favorite songs and why. Sure. So a song when 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 you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Gosh, like a celebratory song? Hmm. Yes. And while you're thinking, I did that one thinking of my two-year-old grandson. Because <laughs> I thought they were like, ST, what are you talking about? When you're happy and you know it, clap your hands, stuff your feet, turn around in a circle. You know, kids, they they have a natural rhythm too. And that that rhythm is the kids are just optimistic, curious. They they have no barriers at a certain age until we choke all of that curiosity and 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 vitality out of them and and, and uh, they become like everybody else but to a certain age there there are no limits yeah you know as for as for like a specific song uh you know so one of the things that got me into music is is djing which i i do as well and i guess like one song that always kind of crushes it on the dance floor is this this remix by this classic by christopher cross ride like the wind which i, I just think is such a a fun like uh you know song to, song to sing and feel like you're moving forward with something with and uh yeah that, that's like one that comes to mind that's just like uh always works on the dance floor kind of thing all right that, that makes what me feel happy about when you're being reflective <sighs> being reflective um 
So, so I, 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 electronic music is a big part of my life. It's something I, it's a lot of music I promote is electronic. Uh, my, my favorite electronic music list, list to oftentimes is one of the original off, off artists, Kraftwerk, uh, which is, you know, inspired a lot of their, their, their work has inspired all kinds of music, like some of the first hip hop tracks used Kraftwerk samples. And you know they their music was was very political. Like their their 1982 album Computer World is basically about like the NSA and about how like, computer surveillance and uh, even like without like really like overt lyrics, like it just puts off like that that vibe of just like man, this is, this is a weird time we're we're heading into. And yeah, something about their about Kraftwerk's music really really inspires me. It helps me kind of zone out. It's it's great. Great music to do work to and, and just to, to think to and uh i think yeah part of that is just like the political message that comes through even without words yeah and uh linking music to activism is important you know the last poets kind of come to mind uh for uh for me um when people are marching down the street there's a cadence and usually some song that the leader picks some rhythm, some call or response going on. And I know that you, on your activist side, Medicare for All is something that means a lot to you and your work. It certainly means a lot to me. You know, one of my dear friends right now, Peter, or she, she just got out of the hospital, but she was in the hospital recently and just talking to her about how hard it was just to get service to get her get the insurance company to approve something that the doctor said she needed and although i know this to be a reality i've been on the campaign trail stumping for it uh, very strongly uh, since 2015 i did a little bit before then but certainly in earnest in 2015 but you're always constantly reminded about how broken this healthcare system actually is. And just the whole notion that an insurance, that the doctor has to wait to get approval from the insurance company before they can treat you in certain instances. Like that makes absolutely no sense to me, but yet we continue along this path of insanity in the United States of America. And you have been active on the stump of uh, pushing your rep representatives to to support medicare for all so talk to to us about why you care so much about making medicare for all a reality in this country and share some of the experiences that you've had in your own state as an activist of galvanizing people and working towards uh, pushing those who are elected to do the will of the people which medicare for all is extraordinarily popular across ideologies yeah you know i i've been i have been doing some, some pressuring of my representative kurt schrader who's one of the most conservative democrats in congress specifically around uh allowing medicare to negotiate drug prices he was one of the only only democrats to vote against a measure that would have allowed medicare to negotiate all drug prices and you know, one, of the, one of the stories i've been sharing is just how uh you know i, I have an autoimmune disease and I, I take thyroid medication every day for it. And yeah. how I, uh, I my, the, the price of, of a drug I was taking for like five years, all of a sudden it doubled and then it tripled and then it quadrupled to the point where it's like, oh, this is like, 
bordering on unaffordable. And you know, unfortunately, I'm, I'm a relatively you know, privileged to be like a, a tech worker who, who can make who makes a, a decent living, and I can I can kind of afford it. But it, it made me kind of question, like, gosh, like what if I what if I couldn't? Yeah. And so so you know, I worked with my doctor, and, and I, I transitioned medications, and it. That, that transition, like it was just purely economic. And uh, I was sort of warned, like it could be a big deal if you transition medication. I just felt awful for for weeks. And this was, this was like, you know, during the pandemic, like uh, not like the best like mental health time anyway to be like changing medications. Sure. And, and then sure enough, you know, like a year later, like this new medication I transitioned to just for the, the price, it's like now the same price as that. Oh, original drug and like I went through that all for nothing you know it's yeah. it, it's it's frustrating and it, it's uh it makes you you, re, you appreciate like gosh what if what if I I didn't have like what, what if I I just couldn't afford this would I just give up on medication altogether would I just like let this condition like ride out and like not take anything for it and what would that do and it really made me reflect on that so I, I actually do feel like like Oregon has a, a pretty significant role to play in, in Medicare for all, and then not just with Kurt Schrader, but actually our, uh, there's, there's a strong movement in here to have Oregon be the first state to adopt a single payer health care program or, or Medicare for all. Um, and actually it's gonna be on our ballots in 2022. We will have a constitutional Wonderful. amendment. Yeah, yeah, we will have a constitutional amendment that guarantees health care to all Oregonians. And it's not a specific policy, but it's a directive to our legislature to implement this policy. And just for some context to my home state of Oregon, you know, it's a lot of what you see in the media about Portland, you know, being this like kind of, as, as our former president put it, an anarchist jurisdiction. You know, like it's, it's definitely a trying time in, in Portland, like a lot of places in America, like, you know, there, there is more crime. Um, you know, there is like a lot of, you know, tough stuff happening, happening with homelessness. But you know, like it, it is, it, it is like a, a stable place, and actually, it, I don't think that also speaks to how, like, purple Oregon is as a state. Like, we are not necessarily like a, you know, it, it, there's there is while there is a Democratic majority, like, there's there's a it's a very diverse state in a lot of ways, and uh, and and yet, like, um, a lot of really, some would say like radical ballot initiatives, like our. Uh, we, we became the first state to decriminalize all drug possession last year, uh, which you know, has huge consequences. It's going to mean uh, 9,000 fewer drug arrests, which, which of course disproportionately impact people of color and, and poor people uh, as a result of this policy and we're investing more in rehabilitation. And, and you know, that's, that's a policy that outperformed Biden across the state. You know, it, it, that we, we passed that policy and, and people voted for that policy in counties that voted for Trump. Like there, there is room yeah. um, and, we, and we see it in Oregon for, for people who you might label as a certain identity and who don't necessarily fall in line with you know, conventional democratic politics, you know, embracing policies that, that work for people in need. And, you know, that was a really great example of it. And I, I think if you look at Canada, you know, they it was it started with one state to adopt the yes. single payer Medicare. Uh, I think it was system. Saskatchewan, I believe it was the province that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Funny, funny name to, to, to say, yeah. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's true. And so Oregon, I'm so glad that you shared that with us because California too, 
is trying to pass single payer there. So we'll see what a great duel to have between states, which state is gonna be the first to have a single payer system for its residents. And you're absolutely right. That in turn will absolutely help uh, other states come along. And it is kind of sad, but important that states are taking it upon themselves and that they are not waiting for the federal government. And the reason why I say sad, Peter, because we now, we know like anybody that wants to continue to pretend that they don't know what the hell is going on, that the kind of hurt that people face every single day, whether they don't have access to the drugs that they need, life-saving drugs, or drugs that help their quality of life be strong and stable. You know, you shouldn't have to be on deathbed to be able to afford uh, drugs. And then also if you need your, your uh, prescription drugs just to make sure that your life is, is going very well, that is a beautiful thing. The pandemic to me should have just shook everybody. Like even if you never agreed with it before, there is something that is cruel and unusual about continuing a, a course in the wealthiest nation on the face of the earth that does not provide universal health care for the people who live here in the face of a global pandemic. And it makes it hard for me to believe that beyond this pandemic, which COVID is gonna be with us forever, just like the flu. I mean, it's just something we're gonna have to learn to tame. We're trying to tame it so that we can live with it much like the flu. But for me, Peter, if you can't get people to understand the importance of universal health care or the importance of making sure that Medicare can negotiate lower drug prices for people in this nation. I don't know what else it is going to take to wake people up. The leaders that are elected, I mean, because the people are awake. Most people agree with us across political ideology. And when you said that the the, the ballot measure was more popular um, to uh, to make sure that you decriminalize drugs in, in Oregon was more popular than even President Biden on the ballot. I think about what happened in Florida. Florida passed a $15 an hour minimum wage, even though that state actually voted for Mr. Trump. But it still passed a $15 an hour minimum wage. What does that tell us? Yeah, I feel like it tells us how wrapped up in identities people can get and how it can sort of obscure some of the, the real issues that impact people um, and, and, I, and also just how how well more direct democracy can work when you get people to actually like vote on the the issues and like really like give, give them a chance which you know, I'm, so, I'm so glad that ballot systems exist for that purpose you know that people's needs get realized in a lot of cases that they don't necessarily when you make them choose between these two you know, tr political tribes and um, all the baggage that comes with that. Right, and trying to force, what, 325, 330 million people into two narrow categories, who's blue, who's red, who's a Democrat, who's a Republican, that doesn't even make logical sense either, but you're right. Once you strip back the political, the, the label, who's Democrat, who's Republican, and just talk to the people strictly about the issue, we are gonna find that what happened in Oregon and what happened in Florida and so many other places in this country become more of a reality where the people are standing up saying to the politicians, this is our will, and this is why this issue passed or that issue passed, and it is powerful. I'm glad that we have power referendum 
for putting initiatives on the ballot, taking it straight to the people. It is beautiful. So, Peter, as we uh, we are approaching the holiday season right now, we, you and I are having this conversation in November of 2021. I got to say that just in case if somebody happens upon us in 2025 listening to this interview, they'll know that we are in November, about a week before Thanksgiving in 2021. What song recommendations do you have for people going into the holiday? I couldn't resist that. Music, I should say. Any music recommendations? Um, yeah, you know, one of the things that I really look for over the holidays is to relax and uh, let go. And even though like I'm, I'm in Oregon, I mean, it's pretty, pretty rainy and, and dark here in the winter. Um, so, which, which is why I like kind of like music that makes you feel like I'm on a beach in the, over the holidays, <laughs> kind of like you know, transport me to a different wavelength. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm a big fan of uh, the band Kruong Bin, which is a, uh, it's a, it's a funny, hard, hard to say Thai name, but yeah, they're, they're an amazing band. And it definitely like puts me in like a, in a more relaxed state, just having their music on. So I'll call that out as, as a pick. I'm sure, I'm sure you're introducing people to something new. I know you are for me. As soon as we are done, I am going to look up that band. And I would recommend, I don't know, Fantasia is coming to mind. She has such a, a wonderful uh, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris uh, excuse me, Christmas uh, album that she put out a few years ago. And I listen to it every single year. I just love Fantasia. I think she's my, you know, if I, if I had somebody that sings like I speak, it would be Fantasia. She's my spirit. She's my, my, my spirit person in the song world. So definitely a Fantasia comes to mind for me too, because she puts you in a soulful mood with all of her songs, but especially uh, her Christmas music. Well, Peter, it has been absolutely our pleasure to have you with us on Hello Somebody. Thank you so much for joining me and talking about the issues that animate all of us. Thank you so much for your work in the movement from working with Senator Bernie Sanders to the work you're doing in the tech world to your organization, Rhythm Nation. And if people wanna find out more about Rhythm Nation, where should they go? Sure, well, our website, rhythmnation.us has our podcast, which features an episode with, with you and a bunch of other amazing folks. Um, yeah, that's probably the best spot where Rhythm Nation PDX on social media. And uh, yeah, you can find me at Peter Marks and uh, you can find my work that I do at Strive Digital at strivedigital.org. We make a text messaging tool for progressive organizations like Sunrise Movement and People's Action and other orgs at uh, strivedigital.org. That is so beautiful. So listen, you know where to find Peter, look him up. And hey, think about joining Rhythm Nation. We should, we are all part of a Rhythm Nation. Janet Jackson said it first. All right, send in love. Keep the faith and keep the fight. Hello Somebody is a production of iHeartRadio and the Black Effect Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or whatever you listen to your favorite shows.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.